Ordinary, the podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the nimble and notorious Brent. <laughs> Not the notorious B.I.G. Or Not Big the notorious Papa. Big Papa, exactly. Yeah. I felt... It's a little nostalgia only... for the old Russian days. Yeah, I don't know if you can listen to podcasts in prison. <laughs> I imagine you can if you get the right privileges. I don't know if he's going to get those privileges. Yes. Um, he could file a court order that will be ultimately unsuccessful, but he could try. Yeah. We'll see. I think he, yeah, he's got a few more days left, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was 14 days. I think it was 14, Lyon. yeah. He's truly a, a savior. Yes. He's the patron saint of perjury. That's right. Some interesting stuff uh, going on with Cohen, but we don't. I guess we don't really want yeah we we need to hang I've on already, to i've already taken it off here. the rails too enough yeah uh, too exactly. much as it is <laughs> so what's the holiday today or i guess so, when this is released it's hanukkah yeah that's true it's pretty good it's the second night of hanukkah hopefully you will be listening to this on the third night of hanukkah yes so get your dreidels out and your your menorah let's party <laughs> so enough about hanukkah enough about you know the trump world we're here to talk about breatharianism, and this is our second part of our breatharian series. And today we're going to be focusing on probably the most famous and successful slash most infamous breatharian of all, Joss Muheen, a.k.a. Ellen Graves of Brisbane, Australia. Yes. Now, she has a lot going on in terms of, I mean, she's written somewhere in the range of 40 books. Jesus we are going to focus on her breatharian work, specifically the 21-day initiation that she recommended that some people tried out and it didn't go so well for them. But first, we need to start at the beginning. So, Brent, where did Joss Muheen come from? Well, Dylan, Joss Muheen was born in Australia in 1957 to Norwegian immigrants after a successful career in computer programming and finance, she began researching, then writing, empowering metaphysical literature that was based on her own experiences of decades of deep meditation, which she began in the early 1970s. And that's from her Amazon bio. Right. Okay, yes. That's a the one direct thing quote. I could not get any definitive evidence of was exactly what her career was in. So this mentions computer programming and finance, and I mean, I guess, all right, whatever, we'll just believe that. I imagine she wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's stuff that she was a financial consultant. I really have no idea. But that's not where we're here for. That's We're right. here for... We're not going to dig into her computer programming history. Exactly. We want to hear about her metaphysical <laughs> journey, not her physical journey. <laughs> so in 1959, Jasmine began to focus on vegetarianism. And so, in case your math skills are not up to par, she was born in 1957, so she was two years old when she began to focus on vegetarianism. Really started wow. early. <laughs> and how annoying are those two-year-olds preaching about, you know, how you're eating, you know, meat habits are really bad, yeah, all right? Yeah. You know, come on. Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't Just... have to ask if someone's a two-year-old vegan. They're going to tell you. <laughs> <sighs> Always shoving it down your throat. Oh, all right, God. so five years later, at the age of seven, she begins to study qi, a life force at the heart of traditional Chinese medicine. It's also at the heart of Western fetishization of Eastern philosophy and religion. <laughs> yes. They're really into it. <laughs> in 
So she goes on to describe what she went through in her book, Divine Radiance. At seven, I have my first midlife crisis. I am obsessed with the who's and why's of life. Who made the moon and what causes tides? Who thought to create sand and the sun? How did they come into being? How did we come into being and why? Cosmology excites me. I begin my metaphysical apprenticeship and the shaman within me begins to reawaken as I learn to appreciate the silence and the time. <laughs> Pretty heavy for a seven-year-old. <laughs> a midlife crisis at the age of seven. I guess she's like assuming she'll make it to age 14. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and like also, okay, who put the moon there? The tides go in and out. This is like pre-Bill O'Reilly here. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's where I like he's getting that. it from. <laughs> he stole it from her. Man. So in 1971, at 14 years old, she discovers the languages of light. So what are the languages of light? Well, here's an explanation from the book. There is free communication telepathically and using the languages of light for the languages of light are beyond your telepathic thought imprinting. The languages of light are the languages that allow you to recognize the vibration of the light emanation of light individualized soul of each individualized unit of consciousness. So I don't really know what that means. As far as I could tell, it's kind of like fiber optic cable connecting you to other people. So imagine that, but just no cable. Right. It's just pure light. Zoom, 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 zoom. The real breakthrough came at 17 in 1974. This is in her senior citizen years. Yeah, she thought um, she was going to get to 14. So <laughs> she well passed her. This is all yeah. bonus at this point. <laughs> she was initiated into ancient Vedic meditation and Eastern philosophy. So she began uh, periodic fasting, as one does. And okay, so she realized she was telepathic. I like oh. how that's something you could just overlook for a while too. That's yeah, you just you know you just assume you have serious. <laughs> mental health issues and then oh they're oh, just they're just other people really my mind yeah apparently not a whole lot happened from 1975 to 1992 because her timeline just combines them all so on the timeline that's in the back of her book it's you know all these things are given their own year and then after this period there's multiple entries per year about all the crazy metaphysical studies she's doing and how she's her own shaman whatever but 1975 to 1992, it just says she raised a family, studied and applied metaphysics, and had various careers, but, you know, nothing major. <laughs> well, it's just like Jesus. You know, skip the middle parts. It's unimportant. Who cares? Yeah, no, you know, the virgin birth, that's the big thing. <laughs> and then the, the teaching part. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we don't need all that stuff. <laughs> so in 1992 is when she finally had enough of her corporate life and decided to pursue a metaphysical life full time. I wonder if she gets healthcare benefits for that. But oh I, no, probably not. No, not directly. <laughs> I said the wrong word. Health. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so from 1992 until kind of the the time we're focusing on, which is the late 90s, 1999, so to speak, is when she really starts writing her books. It's when she starts, you know, doing the paid seminar things and the lectures. You know, the Wiley Brooks route. <laughs> Although she wrote far more books than Wiley Brooks did. So far, he's written one and an amazing website. I mean, she's got <laughs> 40 or some odd books. And again, there's a lot she talks about, but we're going to focus on what's called breatharianism. But really for her, 
Lightarian, I think, makes more sense because mm. you talked about the key or the mm-hmm. prana, this kind of life energy, and it's in light or it's associated with light where Wiley Brooks explicitly talked about you're breathing in the nutrients. She's right. absorbing the nutrients via light. She just went full plant, basically, is what she did there. Yeah, exactly. And she actually yeah. mentions that in the yeah. book, how it's like photosynthesis. Right. And so the main thing that made her infamous and which led to some deaths that we'll talk about later is this 21-day process. It's known as the ascension paradigm. And one thing to mention is that we're getting this, we're not getting the pure living on light goodness here because the book we have it's called pranic nourishment and it's a retitling i assume reworking of living on light and it came out about seven years after 1999 when after you know all the hubbub that we're going to talk about happened later so i imagine some of the warnings there's a ton of warnings about doing the Ascension Paradigm right from the beginning. So Joss Mahine warns it's a, quote, high-level esoteric initiation mm. and that it's not about eating or not eating. It's more about conning? I'm just, sorry. Yeah, sorry. well, for her maybe, but not for yes. us. Really what it's about is, quote, it is about the aligning of the energies of the I am presence. Oh, and okay. a bribe byproduct of this initiation is simply that one no longer requires to eat from the atmospheric realms. <laughs> So it sure sounds like it's about not eating, just from (laughs) hearing that little bit. I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would you say I am? In the paper, the news every day I am, radio won't even play my jam. Oh, that's a nice Detroit reference. (laughs) Yes! Homegrown hero. That's how I rap, too. I just speak the words. Marshall Mathers, as he's also called. (laughs) And multiple times in the book, Joss Muheen bluntly tells people that they just shouldn't do it, that the process isn't right for them. She says, instead, you have to let your inner guide tell you when you're ready. I prefer, actually, to go a level deeper and let my inner guide's inner guide speak to me. But oh, is that too... That's probably well, good. I mean, you want to know what your inner guide... Where is? Where are <laughs> they getting their info from? You want to get the source. Yeah, exactly. She also recommends kind of, you know, not going straight into the Ascension paradigm. Instead, you should slowly cut stuff out of your life. So you should first cut out red meat then white meat, Check. then eating only raw food, and then only soups and liquids, which, are there really raw soups? That sounds really gross. <laughs> oh, dude, raw chicken noodle soup is so good. You haven't had it? Uh, oh, oh, God. Uh, Don't try that at home. <laughs> so horrible. One time for my birthday when I was younger, we went to the Luxor Buffet. Oh, fancy. And I got, they have they have a like a chicken carving table. And the chicken I got was nice and raw and pink inside. Oh, and we gross. decided to leave. <laughs> Don't eat it. Do not go on the raw chicken noodle soup diet. Gross. But there's a there's a real problem with this. This is her attempt to take away all the blame for any potential medical problems or even deaths. But the problem is that she has all these warnings alongside describing the process like it's like the most kick-ass thing you'll ever do. (laughs) So here's an example. So the process, quote, is the path of the goddess and the warrior, a time of solitude, a time of knowing that while you physically take this journey alone, you are not alone. For under the ascension paradigm, you will call to your presence the energies of the ascended ones to work with the inner teacher 
and many gifts will be given and much learning gained if you allow it. I'm assuming the ascended ones are those that died from doing this diet and reading her book. Ooh, um, no. Ooh, well, no. So I got still two ahead. No, no, no. The, she, no. you know, it's like the uh, the war criminals. She likes those who didn't yes. die. You know, right. <laughs> I like the ones who didn't get caught. <laughs> she also describes the the ascension paradigm as quote just one of the steps you will take on your journey home. However, it may well be the most important time in your life, and by this I mean in all of your lifetimes on this planet. So yeah, Jeez. she's definitely not promoting it. Definitely no. not. <laughs> it's just you could do it if you want. Yeah. It's an option, really. Also, it can make you immortal if that's your choice, which is good. You know, we don't want to force people to be immortal. <laughs> Living forever is so outdated, though. No one does that anymore, anyways. <sighs> no, man, no. I mean, you read the Bible, and there's all like the people living to you know hundreds of years old. I think, yeah, they just quit it. Nine hundred. Yeah, it's not trendy anymore. <laughs> all right, so where do we begin? All right, we've gotten the warnings. We've decided, you know, we've listened to our inner guide. This is the right process for her. Where do we start? How do we figure this out? So Joss Muheen includes some guidelines from a Charmaine Harley, who is mentioned that she no longer works on this, which is interesting. Also, it should be noted that the following are bulleted with smiley faces. (laughs) Well, you know it's peer review that way. Smiley faces appear. Oh, that's what it means. That's nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna start including the smiley face bullet in my uh, in my research papers there. So what you'll need to do is you need to select a date. I'm gonna go with my half birthday. Go ahead. That seems you're gonna <laughs> half ass it, I imagine. So go with your half birthday. And you'll also want to speak with someone who has gone through the 21 day process, and <laughs> we'll see how well that worked out for Lonnie Morris in a minute. Do not undergo this process for perfect weight or improved health, though. Quote. These may well be side benefits of going for mastery. (laughs) Remember, quote, we make no medical claims of any nature and take no responsibility for or provide advice on any health condition or treatment. Wait, wait, wait. No medical claims? No responsibility? Something goes horribly wrong? Where do I sign up? I mean, I am in. That's the kind of confidence you want. Yes. In any kind of nutrition or (laughs) medical program you want to make sure they're not taking any responsibility <laughs> for very any of very it. yeah and make you very aware of it constantly okay so we've got a date we're gonna talk we're gonna find someone who's gone through it we don't want perfect weight or improved health right side benefits right, na- now there is a very helpful questionnaire yes. included yes. in this uh to make sure that people are ready for this initiation so brent i know you've personally talked about wanting to go through this initiation yourself yes i mistaken. did yep i did all right, so if you're ready, I'm going to just begin the questionnaire now. I don't want to yeah, jump let's, this on you now. Yeah. So you ready? I'm ready. Okay. And all of these questions are from the wonderful book, Living on Light. <laughs> are you prepared for anything to happen? Casting the net wide here on the first one, but yes, sure. I guess I am. Um, something will probably happen, so I'm prepared for that. Are you willing to surrender to God's way? Uh, which God? Some I'm not such a fan of. but I don't sure. like you asking the questions. I'll be asking the questions here. <laughs> okay, buddy. Are you prepared to explicitly follow a set of, quote, rules for 21 days? It depends on the rules. You don't seem very committed. You know? Are you willing to put your entire life on, quote, hold for 21 days? If you can call in sick for me. Sure, I'll do that. Are you able to give up the attachment to, quote, things in, quote, your world if it were asked of you? That may mean your family, 
your relationships, your children, your home, your car, your career, your money, your lifestyle, your possessions. This could be for 21 days and or beyond. That's going to be a hard no for me. I'm sorry. All but right, well, we'll, we, keep, we'll just say I said yes. Okay, well, uh, we got to keep going. Do you know that the attachments you have to people, beliefs, or things may hold you back from realizing your true potential, your greatness, and achieving self-mastery? <laughs> My forceful attachment to this questionnaire is actually holding me back from doing something much more productive. I know that for Oh, that's a good point, but so, but, you know, keep Are going. Are you aware of the difference between giving people and things up to giving up your attachment to people and things? I'm not aware I understand that sentence. <laughs> Do you fully appreciate how powerful the mind can be and that it creates your so-called reality 100% of the time? And that would include the time you are in the 21-day process? My so-called reality, that is a little rude. So do you also know that this means that whatever happens in the process has been created by your mind (laughs) and is part of the process you created to surrender to for release and healing? Oh, starving to death is all just going to be in my mind? I'm blown. I like it. As an example, say that after 11 days into the process, you haven't used your bowels. (laughs) Shall we say you create a pain in that area and you become fearful that you have a bowel obstruction? Are you aware that even though your mind created it, it may also tell you that this could be real. You could get more frightened, and your mind and body might tell you to go to a doctor quickly. If you succumb to this fear-based drama, you would be saying no to the wonder and greatness of your being and the ability to heal yourself with the God energy. Because you created it with the mind, you can heal it. Simply by your belief, going within and asking for assistance. This process was created by the mind, and it can release you from the mind. Do you understand this? There is, of course, no need for you to have this happen during the process. Okay, so when I'm dying from starvation and lack of water, don't see a doctor. Got it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yep. There was a lot more to that question, but okay, I think you got it. (laughs) That's that's the gist. Are you understanding that the 21-day process will change your life from the very moment you hear about it and that you may never be the same again? Oh, I'm so sorry. I've actually found a much better con, though. See, I've signed up for it. It's called the 20-day process. See, you get to die faster. Sorry, it's just a better business model. I'm going to go with it. You and I both know that (laughs) 21 days is what you need. That's what your inner guide is telling you. That's true. Do you know that you do not have to do this process? And the challenges it can bring are yours and yours alone. So it is really important that you understand what it is you are committing to. So have you spoken to someone who has done the 21 days? Do you feel absolutely positive that you know what it is about and what you are choosing? I accept. Click on I accept terms and conditions. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. But I'm sorry. I am unable to speak with ghosts, so I have not yet spoken to anyone who has done this 21-day process. Just Well, I think you're being a little bit rude about these (laughs) questions, frankly. We'll we'll press on. Are you 100% certain you are choosing to do this process for you and no other? Not for your family or friends, your leader, your teacher, under group pressure, etc. Ah, my leader, though. That's a tough one. Um, leader. I don't know. Going to need an answer. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, we should just get fully committed here in this podcast episode and dig in and do this. What do you say, huh? Daniel? Well, you're the one oh, come committing on. to this. I can't do this alone. the one getting... <laughs> you can't turn this around on me now. <laughs> There are many benefits that can come with this process, like improved health and ideal weight. However, your desire for these alone are not good enough for you to commence this process. Are you aware that your faith in God or a higher power is needed to get you through to achieving self-mastery or expansion in consciousness? 
Uh, I mean, my ideal weight's always been about, you know, 15, 17 pounds or something like that. So, yes. Which God again? I need names, please. Just, you know, whatever. Just sorry. Any Are God, you whatever. aware of the possibility of your beauty, the clarity, the lightness, the state of being, the connectiveness and bliss, the gentleness, the love and peace, joy and freedom this process can bring you? And are you ready for all that? I'm sorry. What was that? I wasn't listening. Could you repeat it? I'm just joking. Let's just pretend you are. Just okay. So do you truly desire for God and to be in a state of oneness? I'm going to be honest with you. That's a pass. But... You know, I, I sorry, I failed the questionnaire. You know, I think we, we should have just started with that last one. <laughs> I did have to waste my time, frankly. That's a good point. All right, well, we're going to pretend that you're someone who is committed to, okay. you know, being a state of oneness or whatever. <laughs> All right, so now we need to prepare. So you filled out the questionnaire. We know, Brent, you are the man for this process. Let's do it. So how are we going to prepare? So here's what you can't have: no phone. No computers, no work or employment, no social life. Give up all tasks and thoughts of doing anything for this time. Withdraw from family, friends, social activities, and even from the attachment to the company of your pets. Jeez. If you must do the initiation with those pesky friends or family around, make sure you are not required to be with them or visitors or answer the phone. Get an answering machine or unplug for the time no one is at home to answer it. Is Instagram and Twitter okay, though? Well, I think you have to connect to those services via your inner teacher. I don't know if you have that plug-in yet. Yeah. Um, See what my leader's up to. Yeah, if you can connect through your oneness to the Twitter (laughs) servers, I think that's totally fine. (laughs) There won't be any errands, including appointments, meetings, bill paying, garden watering, pets, or shopping. Get someone else to do all of it. Hey, I'll gladly get someone to pay my bills for me. Yeah, exactly. That's and, it seems easy, frankly. And shopping for clothes, right? Not like not groceries. No, 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 God. no, 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 no. That's the opposite of right. a shopping. No alcohol, drugs, or cigarettes, Jeez. and no sex. But after the twenty-one days, you can ask your quote higher self what to do about your sexual activity. And through this process, most of all, you can only be concerned about you. I mean. Don't concern yourself too much by eating food or drinking water to stay alive, though. Like, don't. That's not being, but see, that's, that's not right. being concerned about you. Right. That's being concerned about your attachment to the frivolous things in this, you know, if I'm going to go Wiley Brooks on it, this 3D, <laughs> yeah, 3D. fallback Earth. Right. I think right, we, right. Can, we can bridge that gap here. We're yep. trying to get to the 5D Earth Prime. Yep. All right. So here's some more specifics about a week before. We've set a date. We've got one week to go. What should we do? First, this is something that we've already mentioned, for example, is this kind of leading up to the ascension paradigm. You want to start eating less. And so, again, you know, eat lighter foods, no red meat for the last week. At the same time, though, you should still enjoy the foods that you feel you may miss or would like to have. For example, lobster. Spoil yourself. Wait, what about quarter pounders of cheese, though? Well, that's a different paradigm. That's a McDonald's paradigm. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that here. That's a little bit different. (laughs) And, quote, every individual has a different understanding of lighter. However, start to clean up your diet in preparation. So, for example, I'm working my way towards an all-helium diet, which is very light. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to be you know, floating up into the atmosphere in a few days right here. I assume, like, an After Effects, you're going to change your voice to be like, ah, nah, nah, just to be like, ba-boom. Nail yeah, that but joke. I'm working on it. I'm trying to slow it. <laughs> I'm trying to do it slowly so it just gradually changes over time. <laughs> So, All right, and now the week has passed. 
we're eating only helium. <laughs> What's going to happen? So the first three days. So we're going to start at midnight for easy remembering. Yeah, because I imagine easy. you're going to be in a pretty intense brain fog. And yes. So you don't have to worry about Time keeping will track. not matter. So this whole part here is directly from the book. So this is a quiet time to settle in, meditate, whatever that means to you, and stay with yourself. See, for me, though, meditation or meditate actually means eating food and drinking water. So that's kind of a cheat. I'm not going to lie. That's, for me, not going to work. Yeah, and also staying with myself. I do that all the time. That's pretty easy. (laughs) Go within to further open a pipeline of communication with your spirit, your inner teacher. Again, that's the only way you can get on Twitter during the uh, Ascension (laughs) Paradigm. So affirm you want the process to continue. This is your time to be still and communicate with God. In the stillness, you may like to ask for your I am presence name. It's Sam I am for me. but That's for you. So mine is I am starting to get a little hungry. <laughs> so it's been one day. So second day. On the second day, you may find there is pain in the kidney area, lower spine and or thighs. This can be usual... As being without liquids to flush your kidneys may cause some discomfort or headache. Toxins that have been released inside the body will not yet have been flushed out, and this takes time. This will probably not occur if you are toxin-free before you begin. <laughs> yeah, I like. I wish they would have told us in preparation that we should have really been focusing on the toxins. <laughs> yeah, if you're, I I've mean, just if been you're... eating this raw chicken noodle soup this whole time, <laughs> getting all sorts of toxins in me. If you are on a toxin overload, your kidneys will literally rip out of your side and crawl away, too. Ooh, that's that's rough. Yeah. You got to get those toxins out of there. You really do. I think, though, that's what the kidneys do? Yeah. Okay. gather stones. They gather stones, too. So you may find you are urinating a lot, and there may be a burning sensation for a short time. You may have gonorrhea. Seek medical attention. Just kidding. That's that's my 3D humor. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you've got a few more days before you can go to the doctor about that. <laughs> you should have also made sure you don't have that before you started this process. Do not be concerned with your bowels, as they may not empty as quickly as you think they should. You may decide to have colonic irrigations before beginning the process. Yeah, wow. that's, again, would have loved to have known that before. I guess, I mean, Joss Mahoney does say I should have read all these instructions, but I didn't beforehand. Yeah. I just got to wing it, you know? Yep. Your body may feel weak and shaky, so have a stool in the shower for support. If this is the case, you have a caregiver around to help you, or have your caregiver around to help you. You may also use the bath if you prefer. So have I don't know having a caregiver sounds a little worldly to me. Is I mean, what is this shit? I mean, yeah, I mean we're supposed to be with ourselves and communicating with our inner teacher. Yeah, it's kind of a sellout thing to do. Also, when I first read this, and she talked about having a stool in the shower, it was right after the bowel comment. Yes, that's what so I thought too. I, as I was reading it, I was like, why would? Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's like it's a place to sit down. Right. I was like, is I guess you just use the restroom in the shower. I don't. All right. Well, whatever. Crushing ice in your mouth and spitting out is another option. No other form of thirst relief, though, is suggested. So Thirst. I like thirst relief as opposed to drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not drinking water. I'm performing thirst relief upon myself. Upon myself. No fluid is to be swallowed at all. The fluid, like no spit, nothing. No fluid is to be swallowed at all. Spit everything out. It's cheating. (laughs) Jesus. 
The mouth could become thick with toxin buildup or feel mucousy, so continue to rinse out, clean your teeth as required. If your body is toxin-free, this will not be required. This is so. just a little jab while you're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> if you were like, toxin-free, you really shouldn't be toxin-free to start all. this. Yeah. Third day. Keeping quiet is the order of the day. Yes, keep quiet. Definitely don't talk to friends or family how this isn't working and maybe killing you. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Don't do you that. You shouldn't even know anybody at this point. Right. Just <laughs> hang tight. <laughs> During the evening, the spirit is going to depart for a period of time waiting until your body is ready for it to re-enter in its greatness. Or it might not wait. Sure. It it might not wait. <laughs> Affirm your desire to spirit. <laughs> affirm your desire for spirit to leave on this night and the process to continue and you could ask to be aware of when your spirit has left what do you get like a free text message i don't i don't know i think but... you just again i think you get a mention on spiritual twitter okay that makes sense and that's where maybe a dm oh here we go here the idea of spirit leaving is about the merging of the energy fields of the spiritual body with that of the finer vibration of the divine self all energy bodies are held within the field of the I am presence that is always with us, is our essence and guides this whole process divinely. Isn't that that? Nice? Uh, yeah, so I agree with all that, really. On the fourth morning, spirit, yeah. I guess, at this point, I don't, I would, I don't even know what time is. Spirit is most likely to have left during your sleep. Ah, yes, giving up the ghost, as they say. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. Anyway, so you may feel different. When the spirit left your body, all the feeling and love left also. Therefore, you may feel empty. Wow. sound very good. (laughs) (sighs) If you... (laughs) That sounds horrible. If you have chosen to have one, one, you may contact your clarity giver if you wish to see if spirit has left. You know, I could see a reality show. Caregiver versus clarity giver. Who is most needed? Who will come out on top? I don't... Oh, man, who's going to win? <laughs> yeah. You got, this is Frankly, getting crowded. You, this should be a show, though. For being alone, this is getting really crowded. I don't know. So your divine self, together with the ascended ones, will begin work immediately after spirit leaves to prevent the, quote, death process uh, commencing. They will have begun their work days, perhaps weeks before, but they will not do anything that cannot be reversed in case you change your mind before this time. During those four days, they are working with the energy fields of all your bodies, altering your system to use light energy to raise the vibration of your body. So, sure. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about your vibration. Like, you just got one. (laughs) And they're going to raise it. (laughs) So, um... This is the fourth to the seventh day. So day four to seven, just just all in one here. Still no liquids can be taken, nor given. That, yeah, I added of that. course. Right. If fluid is taken, it is assumed that the retuning work will stop and not resume for another 24 hours after, li- after the liquid is taken, delaying your process. Many have felt that an etheric drip is inserted into the back section near the area of the kidneys, so there is no need to fear regarding this period without liquids. Uh, what? <laughs> it's psychic surgery. I don't oh, see what's yeah, so... Yeah. That's fine. It's just etheric. Right. That's fine. Duh. Yeah, my bad. Man. <clears throat> we covered that a long time ago. Keeping quiet is still the order of the day. A lot of quiet. I you... imagine you won't want to speak very much. <laughs> 
You will need to be aware of the needs of your body during these four days. Hmm. I wonder what those needs could be, though. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. seriously, though, because you can't eat or drink. You're not peeing anymore, going to the bathroom at right. all. Not sure what needs your body has at this point. So it is suggested that you remain still and quiet at three intervals during the day. Just I'm pretty three. sure you're just constantly still and quiet, but that's fine. Um, choose your times and stick to them. Suggestion is 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this, this realignment process often can last for approximately two hours at a time. So you may feel something of the realignment process. You will instinctively know when to roll over, be still, or go to the toilet, etc. I mean, that it's interesting because I instinctively know when to go to the toilet as well. Yeah. I huh. am pretty good at that. Yeah, that's impressive. I've been, been telling... Yeah, I don't need a clarity giver or a caregiver. <laughs> I just I just go when... When I feel it's ready. Yeah, when your inner inner uh, inner guide, your inner teacher tells you. Yeah, maybe I don't even need to do this. Yeah. You may feel groggy or heavy, which again is less likely if you are well-tuned beforehand. Just another jab. Yep. What's oh, these jabs? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing is to be quiet at this time. You may not think you know that anything is happening. However, if you are still, you will be aware and it will be very subtle. Very oh, subtle. Wow. Your divine self is guiding you. You are safe and protected. And all you need to do is surrender to the process. So you may wish to speak to the angels as they will assist you. Man. I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Angels in the Outfield? This is more like Angels in the Outpatients. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. <That's, laughs> I always wanted to talk about Angels in the Outfield on a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, this is also the first time the angels have come up. On yes. The, well, no, not for us. Right. We've definitely talked about some angels, but the first in this kind of world. Right. You get, like, stuck in there. Yeah. So, you may bathe and shower as you like. Thank you. Thank God. So, that's nice. Um, you may experience what is called an etheric temperature, where you feel very hot, etherically. This is a sign that all is going well. You could be tempted to have a cold shower or jump in the swimming pool. Jeez, got to be rich to do this. However, resist. (laughs) This is too drastic for the body at this time. To bring the heat down, get a cold ice pack or wrap ice cubes in a tea towel and place it at the nap of your neck. This is the center that will be sensitive and cool you down. So Yeah, you can't be, I mean, you can't be poor and do this. You have a swimming pool and you have to fight. (laughs) the urge to jump into it when you're feeling this etheric temperature. That's right. During these days, you may feel really thirsty. So be aware, but do not give in as you will only prolong the process and postpone your first drink on the seventh day. (laughs) Because you are more in mind space, your thinking may be very erratic and all over the place. Like so many thoughts with no feeling. (laughs) Try to quiet the mind and meditate for your peace of mind. I hate yeah, this it's, one. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Oh, it's because you're more in mind space. That's right. That's what's going on. That's true. I would think if you were really in mind space, you'd be really good at thinking. That's kind of the thing the mind does. <laughs> kind of point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you, may very, you may be very irritable. Idiosyncrasies you may have come up and you need to be aware. <laughs> quiet the mind. So... We're at the seventh day here. So on the seventh day, this is a big one. 
contact your clarity giver. I thought the clarity giver was on site, but I guess I was wrong. So anyway. Oh, no, no, no. They're okay, in my a bunker. Okay. Contact your clarity giver if you have chosen to have one to ask what time you can have your first drink. Generally on this day, this is a big day. It is later in the afternoon or evening and juice is allowed. Can I have, oh, I don't know, maybe water instead? Is that a possibility? I don't know. I mean, you're dying of thirst, but when you're finally allowed to drink by your torturers, by your torturers, you get a nice big glass of Sunny D. <laughs> and it's funny because it, I don't know where I read it in the book, but it yeah. actually mentions, quote, junk juice. Jeez. How they the recommend jungle juice? having a nice, like, freshly squeezed orange juice. They recommend oh. having shitty, some kind of shitty juice. Like a jungle juice. Maybe a jungle juice, but like a Sunny D is really, I think, the epitome of what you're supposed to have at this point. Yeah, it's disgusting. So this will be juice at 25% concentrate. (laughs) It It will be a cool room temperature, and it will be small. One hour after, you may partake in another small drink of juice. Remember, your body has not had anything for seven days. You're welcome. No, I added that. So, <laughs> so take it slowly and be gentle with yourself. You will be given specific instruction at the time with your drinking. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you'll. The, the sad thing is, you'll probably need help drinking the juice because you'll forgotten how to drink juice. All right, so we're you know we're a week in, and so now uh, the eighth to the fourteenth day. Keeping still is still part of your day. Talk with the angels so that they will assist in your healing. Be happy. You will soon be feeling wonderful. From now on, you may drink juice that's 25% concentrate. Please understand that you may have undergone major realigning, albeit etherically, so please rest accordingly. (laughs) Again, the more tuned you are before the 21 days, the less energy realignment work will have to occur during the first seven days. Yeah, it's always best to do a pre-21-day process before doing the actual 21-day process. I mean, the end result of you dying just works better if you already are dead before the 21-day process begins. Yeah, there's so much. Why, Horrible. Why not have a pre... Like, I mean, I yeah. if I was Joss Muhin's like, agent, I would unironically suggest that. It seems like, <laughs> let's make this 42 days. Yeah. And really, I mean, why are we not... Why aren't she, why isn't she having seminars for the pre stuff? There's so much pre stuff. Yeah, exactly. She'd be making more money. I'm really yep. upset. Yep. Now comes the healing process. Thank this God. will last for the next seven days, and the above instruction must be strictly adhered to at all times. Of course. Food is something that is no longer a part of your reality because your reality is no longer that of what it was. And it was so. It was so. <laughs> Should you be bombarded by thought projections from an external source, that being negative, then you must find a way to occupy the mind with something more peaceful. Your logical mind and ego-slash-personality may be out of control at this time. You are very safe. Of this, there is no doubt. No (laughs) doubt whatsoever. So please do not give negativity any credence whatsoever. This is the healing week, a very beautiful time, so enjoy it and rest. You can be likened to an invalid, so please accept this and behave accordingly. <laughs> wow, what a sentence. <laughs> My God. I just, yeah. Be, <laughs> I read that like five times. I was like, what? 
<laughs> so behave accordingly. <laughs> it's just really this is not a wow. good. No. This is not a good look for <laughs> you know advocating you know equality amongst you know disabled folks and right. invalid folks. Just right. act accord behave accordingly. <laughs> it's pretty rough. You insert insert any other noun besides invalid and it's not good. <laughs> so you may sleep a lot, you may feel spaced out, you may continue to have discomfort in your body. Everyone's experience is unique and depends on how well they have prepared themselves. Just a reminder. You may feel quite energetic, however. Do not use this energy. Reserve it for the healing. (laughs) Some people have found that when they are not resting enough, they start to feel sick or experience discomfort of some type. A sign that spirit wants you quiet. Quiet. (sighs) You may enjoy a bath at this time. And if your caretaker sees fit and your clarity giver is on lunch. Yeah, because you know the yeah. clarity giver ain't going to deal with the bath. Yeah. Rest, read, and spend these days becoming close to the defined one within. Okay. All right, now we're we're on to the home stretch, 15th to the 21st day. I enjoy how the day-by-day instructional detail has given way to generic chunks of time now. Just... Yeah, it's almost like they didn't expect many people to get this far. <laughs> Jeez. So this is the integration week, and the healing is nearing to an end. The higher energies of the next finer energy band of consciousness, the divine one within, will begin to be released within your body a little more each day. Gee, sounds like the movie Alien. It's exactly like the movie Alien. (laughs) You'll start to feel stronger. Ask, what is my role, my purpose? What have I come here to do? You may be able to watch a video sometimes, ask your clarity giver, and they need to be, quote, feel-good videos. Does the book speak more, though, about the qualification one needs to be a clarity giver? Can anyone just apply for this job? Or is it just... Oh, yeah, there's no regulations oh, on being okay. a clarity giver. That's We don't believe in big government getting into our ascension <laughs> paradigm. Thank you very much. A 40% juice concentrate Ooh. is all that is allowed. No soups or milks are recommended. No raw soups? Man, fuck this shit. Man, that's <laughs> I mean, pre-ascension paradigm stuff. Yeah, I'm going to get my juice at 100%. Concentrate already. I'm fucking sick of waiting. You got a couple more days. Just calm (laughs) down, sir. Take each day as it comes and still continue to be in the moment. Because each one could be your last. (laughs) Sadly, yes. Now the 21st day. If you are using one, contact your clarity giver for clarification that you will be complete at midnight. It's good that there's a clarification person on hand. They already have a name. Yeah. You want to know if you'll be complete at midnight of that day. Please note that the use of midnight is not to do with the witching hour, as interpreted by a dear French lady, but are simply to signify the end of a day. <laughs> exactly. That dumb French lady. How could one be so ridiculous? I don't though? know who they're talking about, but that is yeah. a quote. It's, it ends <laughs> on that note. Some dear French lady. And so that's it. That is what you yeah. will go through if you go through this process. And some people have tried to go through the process Ugh. and it didn't work out so well. So the first one is Timo Degen. She was a 31-year-old kindergarten teacher in Munich, Germany. She died in March 1997 after reading Living on Light. Yeah, and unfortunately I couldn't find out too much about him. There's a lot more about the next two victims. Yeah. So the second person is Lonnie Morris, who died in 1998. So like Timo Deegan, she also read Living on Light and wanted to undergo the 21-day initiation process. 
So she was 51 years old and reported to be a mother of nine in an article in The Australian. However, according to neighbor to a neighbor, she had 10 children and one of them recently died. Rather than go through the process alone, she decided to undergo the initiation under the, quote, watchful eye of Jim and Eugenia Pesnak. Pesnak. And so that's, yeah. They are both, they went to prison. So oh. Jim Pesnak was kind of, he was more into it than Eugenia was. He got six years and she got three. Oh, well. So she has the most detailed story. And Lonnie Morris, they believe she had a stroke in the middle of it. She was in her 50s, as, as you mentioned. Yeah. And she lost the use of the right side of her body. She was coughing up what looked like black bile. Ugh. And he was in con. It was in this guy's backyard. Wow. It was in this couple's backyard. They debated whether or not to go to the hospital. Apparently, they talked to a doctor. The doctor disputes that. But, you know, eventually it was determined, you know, manslaughter, I believe, was the negligent manslaughter, I believe, was the charges. And yeah, they both went to prison for this. Wow. Hmm. So one last one here. Verity Lynn, who died in 1999. Is there much known about her? She was part of a, a kind of a new age foundation, like a new age group. And, you know, a lot of people were really surprised when she died. She was really into being a vegetarian and she was really into this kind of new age stuff. And she went on a hike and she tried to do this. Again, the book was found with her. For all these people, the book was with them. Ugh. And this is what made this is what made Joss Muheen infamous. So because Living on Light initially came out, I think, in 1995, if I'm oh, not okay. mistaken. Mm-hmm. And these Lonnie Morris and especially Verity Lynn is when she became infamous and people started to write articles about who's this who's this nutcase who's telling people they don't have to eat. Yeah. Um and it turns out, believe it or not, there's some problems with her claims. I don't <laughs> know if you I don't know if you're surprised. So it should be noted she she's rich, or at least she was rich. She had a huge house. And visitors would go to her house, and they her refrigerator was filled with food, vegetarian food. Ah, typical litarian hypocrite. Come on. Yeah, so how does she explain this? Like She says, well, yeah. look, 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 it's not for me. It all goes for my husband, Jeff Ferguson, <laughs> who the Independent UK said is a, quote, convicted fraudster. Jeez. <laughs> um, and I couldn't find too much information uh. about him, but one of Joss Muheen's books actually mentions... Apparently, he was arrested for, quote, incorrectly borrowing money from a pension fund. (laughs) (sighs) Just makes it like an accident. That's not something you can accidentally do. That's a pretty, I imagine that's a difficult process. But my favorite story about her and her claims that, because she claims that she doesn't eat. I mean, that's part of the claim. She doesn't, doesn't just promote it. She says, I don't eat either. Yeah. She has like a biscuit every now and then. But there was one story where a reporter was with her at the airport and the like stewardess said, oh, you have the vegetarian meal, the Joss Muheen. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. But then she kind of did a double take. It was like, well, yes, I did order the vegetarian meal. I'm just not going to eat it. <laughs> wow. So that's that's her story. Her story is, oh, I ordered it. But yeah, just for fun. Yeah, I, I mean, just like, well- you know. If you think of it in one way, it's like she is essentially a plant. She's living a life. It's like cannibalism. She can't really have that. Oh, that's a good so. point. It is, <laughs> it is cannibalism. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I won't have it. 
But the real downfall for Joss Muheen came with the 60 Minutes Challenge. So I don't know. This is an Australian program. Uh, Joss Muheen, again, is Australian. Um, I don't know if this is... I don't think it's like 60 Minutes, like our 60 Minutes. I think it's just another show called 60 Minutes. Yeah. Like, shortly after Verity Lynn's death, 60 Minutes challenged her. They said, we want to see you. We want you to prove that you don't have to eat or drink. And so she participated in this challenge. And so the way it worked is she was sequestered to a hotel room accompanied by a female security guard to make sure she didn't drink or eat. In addition, her physical health was monitored by Dr. Barris Wenk, president of the Queensland branch of the Australian Medical Association. Brent, mm-hmm. ha- you want to know? Let's. So she's got this challenge. I think it was for a month. How how long do you think she lasted? I believe it was four, but I did cheat and I watched the clip. So oh, I'm yeah, so you did cheat. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah you're right. Uh, she lasted four. <laughs> the challenge lasted four days. So after two days, she quote became dehydrated and lost weight. Her speech slowed, her pupils dilated, and she appeared listless and gaunt. Was she allowed her clarity giver, though? That's the real question. I didn't see the clarity giver in the film. You know, yeah, I I think, though, she should have been able to um, communicate with the Ascended Ones via her inner guide, I feel. Yeah. I feel that's the real legit way to talk to your clarity giver. That's right. And, you know, she's probably just a little light on light, you know? You know that it's funny because that's kind of what she said. Because at you know after two days, the um, the host was like, "Are you going to admit that this is all BS?" And she's like, "No." Um, she said this challenge is faulty because she was in the city, and the city's air pollution was messing with her. And she said it quote limited the nutrients that she was able to derive from fresh air. <laughs> you know, if only she had a coke. I, mean, I think that would have. <laughs> That would have yeah. helped. <laughs> she could have always pulled out the old, but it's uh, been cloudy for four days excuse, too, you know, if that, was, if that was the case. but I mean, yeah, that happens to my ghost pepper all the time. After a few <laughs> days, it's not getting enough light. But so 60 Minutes called her bluff, and they moved her to a mountain retreat, you know, up in the beautiful mountains. There's clean, fresh air. Nice. And once they moved her, she fully recovered and proved to the world that breathing in cosmic microdust is all you need. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen at all. After 48 more hours, Dr. Wenk said Joss Muheen risked kidney damage if she continued. You know, but kidneys really are just part of this lame-ass 3D world, right? Who needs them? Come on. Yeah, that's we grew them because we got addicted to the 3D world. Exactly. They're not a 5D organ. That's right. definitely, I agree fully. So Richard Carlton, who is the presenter of 60 Minutes, he asked Joss Muheen if she could, quote, come to the intelligent view yet that you can't survive on air. Joss Muheen responded, quote, no, that's not true because I've done it for a long period and 6,000 people around the world have done this without problem. Yeah, it's just too bad she wasn't doing it then. (laughs) I imagine that would have been beneficial. I don't know. She just stopped. Like, I'm I'm going to prove a point. I'm just going to add a spite. I'm not going to do it right now. She also added that, quote, she had 100 million supporters across the globe, adding, we're dealing with intelligent, switched-on people who don't need gurus. I write books. I put information out on the net. If people feel it works for them, they may apply some of the principles. You know, honestly, kidney failure, sunken in eyes, where do I sign up? Yeah, that's really, that's going to so, be the look of this new millennium, I yeah, think. Yeah, I like you know, my eyes to she be, could fall see, back into my head. She could see it happening. Yeah. 
And so, after four days, on the advice of Dr. Wank, 60 Minutes ended the challenge, despite Joss Muheen's insistence that she could continue. After the challenge, Joss Muheen's organization, the Self-Empowerment Academy, released a press release via email saying, quote, What appears to be delusion to some is simply a preferable reality to others, for without our dreams and our visions, humanity has no hope. And that's it for Joss Muheen. I mean, she is still around. She's writing a million books, but it's kind of, you know, this is really her moment in the sun. Yeah. And she doesn't really have, she's got, I mean, it's, again, we can't go into all her stuff. What's her latest book? I feel book? Wiley you know? Brooks. What's that? What's, I'm sorry. What's her latest book or uh, book? I don't it's, even want to tell people. If you yeah. go to jasmuheen.com, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. tell you there. Yeah. If you, we really want, I wanted to get a hold of an original copy of Living on Light, but they're selling for about $70 used, unfortunately. So I couldn't, Yikes. you know, do a kind of compare and contrast. Yeah. I'm not giving a used bookseller that much cash for this trash, <laughs> frankly. For gibberish. Um, yeah, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. So it's basically the same thing about how you can live on prana and all this other new age stuff. Probably angels are thrown in there. It's not nearly as fun. Her internet life is not nearly as fun as as Wiley Brooks is. So I figured we'd end it here. So yeah. Brent, what did you learn about Joss Muheen? What most impressed you? I'll tell you, the biggest thing I learned about is that, um, that she was a, uh, you know, a successful computer programmer. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that really stood out to me. No, I, I do enjoy the story of the, uh, ordering the vegetarian food and just letting it rot <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so I mean, because I mean, uh, you know, you could have just said, "Oh, that was a mistake. Right. I never ordered it." Yeah, but just the idea of like, no, I purposefully ordered it, knowing full well that I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, I just think is just amazing. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Anything? Stand I think out for to you? me, I mean, I think the thing that really just made me sick to my stomach is really the the deaths. Here. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, I guess that's an easy one. Just. Especially Lonnie Morris, if you want, you can Google her and get the real, it's pretty horrific details about what she went through. And just the utter, the utter disgusting disrespect Joss Muheen has about these victims, about how she takes no responsibility. Because in that 60 Minutes program, she talks about how, oh, I don't promote this. This isn't something I promote. I'm just putting the information out there. But as you can see, as what we've presented, obviously she's promoting this. Obviously this is something you should do if you want to be super cool and awesome. So it really, the despicableness uh, of it yeah, is really what hit me most. Um, and I hope, you know, I don't know how successful she is, but she doesn't have that many Instagram followers, so it can't be that good. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's it. Um, sorry to end on a bummer note, uh, but <laughs> she is a fraud and she um, should be shamed and yes. ridiculed as much as possible. Right. In the same vein and as the uh, cancer quackery people. The same. Yeah, exactly. You know, when people exactly. are dying think, from you, then that's not good. No, it's not good. Wiley Brooks has not killed anybody. Yes. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> Even if his program did kill you, you'd have to have a billion dollars to do it anyway. That's true. <laughs> so where are we going next with this? Do we have um, what, um, what should we tell our listeners? Um, there's still some things we might do for maybe a part three. You know, because I learned about breatharianism from some more recent, like in the past couple years, claims about this. So we might have to go to a part three to get all those folks in here as well. But until then, you <laughs> could reach us in multiple places. We're on 
the net, as Joss Muheen would call it. None dare call it ordinary.com. We are on Twitter at NDCIO. We're on Instagram at none dare call it ordinary. And Reddit at none dare call ordinary. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I'm pretty sure you already know that because, hey, you're listening to us right now. And if you could give us a rating or a review or any of that kind of stuff, that would be wonderful as well. And with that, we are done!